Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Mari Millard of Two Maids and Mop. Mari, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Mari so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Mari is currently the owner of Two Maids and a Mop, a residential cleaning service based in Northern Virginia and serving Montgomery County and also Washington, D.C. area. And before business ownership, Mari was involved with numerous startup companies within the date and data and research space. Currently, she lives in Arlington, Virginia with her spouse, two children, and two dogs. Mari, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I know I read a little bit um, in your bio, but I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper. Can you tell us a little bit more about what I call your CEO story? What led you to kind of start, uh, get started with all the awesome things you're working on? Yeah, well, you, you know, I mean, I think I knew from an early age that I was destined to own my own business. I mean, as as um, my friends were playing dolls and other things, I actually had like a little office in, in our living room and I would fire and... Um, people all day long in my, in my imaginary office. So, nice. I mean, I think it was kind of a, a destiny. Um, you know, I always, I always knew I wanted to own an, my own business. I just never quite knew what I wanted to do. Um, I ultimately, ultimately ended up getting my MBA. I came out to DC and started working with some startups and loved that opportunity because you know, it got me really close to the action. I also was able to observe um, how things can go really wrong. And I, I worked, um, one of the first businesses I worked with, um, fortunately the owner had started, he was a serial entrepreneur, so he, he had significant backing. So, mm. you know, our first product, we were, we were building out a, some data kind of platforms for, for the sales community to use. And we'd spent a good year building out this platform and then having to scrap it because it it wasn't quite the mark kind of where we where we what well, after we got into it we we kind of learned the market didn't really want that they wanted something else but oh, wow. I mean that was a, a year and a million dollars in and it wow. was uh, fortunately we were able to kind of redirect and and really create a successful uh, product uh, he ended up ultimately selling that company for a hundred million dollars so I mean it's a happy ending to the story <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, but during that, you know, I, I, I realized that it takes a lot to, to build out a product from scratch, from, from inception to this brilliant idea to like delivering something that's, you know, that's going to actually <laughs> um, bring back an ROI. And, and from that, I, I realized I, I want to have a business, but I also want to have a successful business. I don't mm-hmm. want to you know, spend millions and millions of dollars on a concept that's unproven. I, you know, I didn't want to do that. I want to take the time and energy. So I started to learn more about kind of franchises and, and businesses like that and realized, you, you know, I could take a successful 
kind of concept and just replicate that and add my own kind of flair and kind of kind of things that I'd like to do to that. And, and that might be a better opportunity. That makes so, sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so, so that's how I started to kind of kind of go down down that road of um, looking at different opportunities, you know, not starting something from scratch, but really looking at other successful companies and getting involved with those. Yeah, and I, I think that's the biggest thing uh, that I've heard. You know, I, I think there even is kind of like a misconception around, um, you know, businesses themselves. I think you want to have those replicable, um, if that's even a word or if I just made it up, processes within your business. And I think that, you know, each when you're starting up a business, you're trying to basically create that franchise model, so to speak. But those franchises are actually are really great franchises, uh, franchises at least, are those that have that model and have created it, in, you know, in one area or one section. And then they have the opportunity to kind of have that um, be duplicated in so many different areas. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I, I know um, I touched on a little bit when I read your bio and then of course we touched on a little bit as well just now. So can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, the franchise you have the two maids and, and a mop and what exactly you're doing and, and where you're serving? Yeah. So, so I've, I've been involved with two maids and a mop now for almost four years. And when I got involved with the business, um, I took over an existing location. So the, the, my, my first, um, become stores but my first office had been had been in business for two years and they were really struggling um and so when i came in i, I took over that one we, we made a lot of changes and you know some of the challenges we faced so two maids in a mop is is headquartered out of alabama and and most of the stores to that point at that point were kind of down in the south and you know dc is is a different marketplace and so some of the things that they were trying to do that worked really well in Alabama weren't working well up in DC. And so, so for example, the requirement down in Alabama is all, all employees must, must have a car and be able to, to, you know, we reimburse for mileage, but all employees have to have a car and, and be willing to drive that. Well, here in this area, a lot of people take, you know, you know, take the metro. They take right. mass transportation. So, so we, we, we were, they were struggling to hire, and there were, so there were lots of things like that. That were the pricing was too low. You know, so so I one of the first things I did was increase the pricing because um, I, I was actually at a networking event really early on after I just purchased the the company, and um, the, I had my shirt on, my two made shirt. And a, a guy walked up to me and said, hey, I, I use you guys. You guys are the cheapest company out there. <laughs> and so at that point, I realized, wow, we've got a pricing issue. We, right. we, don't, we don't need to be the cheapest service out there. Um, so, so again, we made a lot of tweaks. And then and, and that kind of helped us really pick up momentum. And then we opened up our second office in Alexandria about two years later. And then recently we just opened up our third office in Chantilly, Virginia. 
Nice. I definitely love that. And I, I think too, it kind of speaks to, I think sometimes when we hear franchise, we automatically think that, you know, you, you don't have the flexibility to do that, but I love how your background for one, it sounds like you had the background and being able to kind of test out things, create ideas, see opportunities and understand that it is, it is a different market and be able to kind of bring that, um, as you said, that individuality, that flair, that, that success formula, I guess you can say to the franchise that you were, that you bought into. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I think what's kind of interesting, too, is that a lot of people who get into a franchise kind of, I, I think it's dangerous. Like, I'll, I'll talk to prospective franchisees and, and, and they'll ask me about the support and they really get hung up on the support from from corporate. And, and, and I always tell them, I mean, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your business mm-hmm. and, you, you know, you can't expect anyone else to come to your rescue. I mean, you can you can expect them for help. But again, at the end of the day, it's your business and you've got to be willing to do whatever it takes to, to get it done. And, and I always caution kind of prospective owners, like if, if you're not willing to do that, this isn't the right business. I mean, you've got to be, you've got to be mindful that things are going to happen. Things are going to go wrong, <laughs> probably almost just about daily. And you've got to be able to react to that and, 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 and just keep moving forward. Yeah, it, it makes so much sense. I, I usually joke and say like um, every entrepreneur, business owner's uh, second job is is a firefighter just because you have to be able to kind of put out those fires and th- those unexpected things that happen um, almost consistently across all ind- industries and all types of businesses. So um, if you're um, not, you know, not aware of that or not, you know, don't want to take that on, then it's definitely something uh, that you want to kind of maybe uh, reconsider or find some other way to, to kind of um, you know, get into entrepreneurship or in business as well. So um, I definitely appreciate that. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself individually or for your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? You know, I, I think always I've, I've just, every day worked really hard, you, you know, re, you know, regardless what it is, 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 you know, every day I, I try to do something to positively impact my business. So if that means you're making a new, you know, connection, you know, new network connection, you know, reaching out to a client, um, trying trying to hire a, a key employee, um, trying to come up with a new marketing thing, you know, every day I, I really try to figure out something I can do to improve my business. And you know, the idea is that they're not always huge things, but but it's that accumulative effect, you know, over you know, if I'm doing that every day there's just there's going to be a compound um, impact ultimately where where there, there will be some dramatic um, kind of improvements in my business. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, you know, I think one thing uh, I, I like to do is is learn and learn from other business owners in a, in a variety of kind of people like, you know, I just recently read, um, you know, CEO of Disney's book, um, which is really fascinating, but, but I'll, I'll read all different types of things because there's, you know, you know, so many people have, have experienced things that, that can be applied to any type of business. And, and it, I think it helps too to be creative when you're, you learn about other businesses and other struggles in different industries and, and sectors and such. So, so that's what I like to do is just constantly trying to learn something new. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Mari, what does being a CEO mean to you? You know, I think for me, a CEO just means leveraging all the resources of of your business to to their fullest extent. So that means, you know, your people, that means, you, you know, the way you use your finances to leverage those effectively, you know, the capital, how can you leverage that to, to return a great, you know, the, the best ROI. So, you, you know, can, you know, using, using a bonus, creating a bonus program to, you know, get some further gains out of your employees. Is that the best way to use some of your capital? Is it to try different marketing tactics? Um, is, is there some other capital investments you can make that would, that would kind of launch your business further? Um, to, to me, I think that's what being, you know, for me, you know, I, you know my role is pretty, pretty wide and broad. And, and so that's what I'm always trying to think is how can I propel the business by the choices I'm making and how we spend our money. So, for example, for our third, our most recent office, we made the decision to buy an office condo mm. um, because we thought it would be a great investment for for our business. So it's it's just constantly trying to figure out how can we you know, expand our business broader and make it bigger and better. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that makes so much sense. And I think that having that, you know, creativity or that perspective is so necessary and needed in, in, you know, in all times, really, because you have to figure out what kind of um, I guess triggers, for lack of a better term, you can do to kind of help, you know, the business to propel forward. And I think that, you know, putting on the hat and kind of understanding how you can make those changes and those adjustments really um, can, you know, have a tremendous impact when you have that mentality kind of going in. So definitely appreciate that, that perspective and that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you guys are doing to serve the, uh, the area. Yeah, yeah. If people ever want to reach out to, to, to me or learn more about a business, um, you can go online to Two Maids, Two Maids Alexandria. That's Two Maids A L A L. A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-I-A um, dot com. And then our, our number for that office is 703-214-2424. Again, that's 703-214-2424. Um, you, know, you can ask, we can get in touch with me. Um, if you're ever looking at considering a franchise or business opportunity, you know, I've talked to many people about that before. And um, it's it's always... I think it's always helpful. I know when I was looking at getting into businesses, I talked to anyone and everyone who would speak to me because I think it's just great to have as much information as you have because it's a really big decision to get in business for yourself. And, and I think it's important to really can understand yourself <laughs> and the opportunity and to see if that's really the right fit. Cause you know, I've seen, numerous people not make it because they they just weren't geared right for the ongoing um, (laughs) trauma from a business Mm -hmm. and they just couldn't stomach it. 
Yeah, that makes so much sense. Well, I definitely appreciate that, Maury. And we will have those links and information in the show notes, but definitely appreciate the reminder. I think that most people, when you know they look at business, they forget it's all about trying to mitigate the risk as much as possible. And I think that one of the ways, of course, you can do that is by having as much knowledge and information. Um, but I think, you know, as you said, we're talking about you know franchising or running a business or doing that, but also about yourself because you want to make sure that you know that maybe even more than the business itself because you you want to know how you react to a lot of these traumas and, and situations and and uh, and disruptions that happen in the business world. So I appreciate that reminder as well too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah, well, thank you. It was great, great speaking with you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast, powered by Blue Sixteen Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase; it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.